Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but not living the abundant life? If you are saved by grace, but feel like you're still living in a chokehold, then I want to talk to you today, because I believe that today is the day that you will be set free in the mighty name of Jesus. In Galatians 5, 1 through 15, the Apostle Paul discusses the nature of Christian freedom, beginning with an admonition to stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Paul contends that Jesus Christ has came to set believers free, but did you know that it's your job to stay free? Now, I'm not talking about your salvation. I'm talking about your freedom. So today I want to talk to you about three reasons why you're still living in bondage and how to break free. Well, hey there, my friend Chris Reese here, bringing you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. If you are blessed by our time together, would you please consider subscribing so you don't miss any of our future content? In John 11, we see the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And he had been dead and buried for four days when Jesus came and called in a loud voice. He says, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus came up from the dead. What a miracle. Lazarus was dead and now he's alive again. But there was still a small matter to attend to, the grave clothes. So Jesus said, take off the grave clothes and let him go. So even though Lazarus was risen from the dead, he was still bound up in his grave clothes. And the miracle of raising him from the dead would have been enough to knock anyone's socks off. But what kind of life would it have been if he was still bound up in his burial garments? So when Jesus comes to set us free, I've heard it referred to in three stages. Dead, delivered, and dangerous. Lazarus, he was dead. No mistaking it. And many people who come to Christ are content to just not be dead anymore, to be saved from their old dead life. But few go on to the next phase, and that is deliverance. No, I'm not talking about going to someone who casts out demons that don't exist, decrees a few declarations, and now all of a sudden you're free. No, I'm talking about breaking free from your old clothes, the ones that bound you up. Now, could you imagine if Lazarus said, hey, thanks for raising me from the dead, Jesus, but I'm good. I'm going to take it from here. Don't, don't worry about, don't touch my grave clothes. Don't try to challenge my old mindset. Let me hold on to my sin, even if it's just a tiny vice. I mean, after all, look at everything that I've been through. I kind of deserve to be happy. Then he was delivered. He allowed Jesus to unbind him from those clothes and he was delivered. First he was dead, now he's delivered. And he'd be considered saved and set free, but not quite delivered. In other words, he was still in bondage as a result of being in those grave clothes. But because he allowed Jesus to strip him of those grave clothes, he was now free to become dangerous. And that's what he was. You see, his personal testimony was so powerful that it transformed countless lives for Christ. It was so powerful that they set out to kill him. That's how dangerous his testimony was. 
You see, dangerous are those Christians who can't keep their testimony to themselves. Dangerous are those Christians who run free to save others, who don't follow trends, who aren't swayed by the toxic opinions of others. These Christians are more concerned with their character than their comfort. They're more concerned with being biblically correct than culturally correct. In other words, they're dangerous. So how do you live free? How do you take your salvation and become dangerous? Well, you first have to begin to recognize why you're still in bondage. So let's talk about those today. Number one reason is sin. Now, I know this one seems obvious, but sin is a power that enslaves. From Adam and Eve's first sin, we have since been born into it. But just because we don't have a choice about living in a sin-filled world doesn't mean we don't have a choice as to what we do with it. We are called to no longer be slaves to sin, but slaves to righteousness. And more cycles could be broken if we just dealt with the main issue at hand, sin. And don't freak out when sin comes knocking on your door. As Christians, you will always be under attack. Now, I don't mean always every day, every minute of the day, but 1 Corinthians 10, 13 reminds us that the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. And when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. And if that's not good enough news for you, here's even better news. Jesus broke the curse of sin. All you need to do is repent. Don't believe me? Go check 1 John 1, 9, because it reminds us that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Number two is lies. Now, I've heard it said once that if there's a lie that you're believing, there's a truth you're not receiving. John 8.32 tells us that the truth will set you free. Well, what is truth? It's the Word of God. The Word of God needs to be more powerful than the lies that are bouncing around in your head. God's truth needs to take priority over your fears, worries, apprehensions, and justifications. And when you don't allow the word of God to wash out the old stinking thinking, the old way of processing, my friend, you're going to remain in bondage. It's the equivalent of Lazarus saying, give me those grave clothes back. I deserve to wear these. I'm so used to it by now. I'm not saying it's easy, my friend, but it is a free choice that you've been given by God. Non-believers, they don't have this choice. They don't know the truth. So how can they choose the truth? You do. So live like it. And number three is demons. You need to stop blaming demons for your bad behavior. We need to stop blaming demons for our poor choices. I used to believe that there was a demon for everything. If I had a hard time doing something, it must be a demon. If I couldn't stop doing something, it had to be a demon. If I wasn't reaching my goals, there was a demon stopping me. And I gave more power to these demons that didn't even exist than I did Christ in me. And I get it. It's easier to say that a demon of lust is attacking you than to admit that you're not controlling your urges. Get it. It's more convenient to say, I just can't seem to get ahead than it is to get up and try to do something that you might fail at. It's easier to say, break me of this curse instead of employing the discipline to stop the cycle for yourself. 
And while demons are a powerful force and we can't defeat them in our own strength, my friend, they're getting far more face time than they ever deserve. And if you're a born again believer, they aren't wreaking nearly as much havoc in your life as you think. Oh yes, don't get me wrong. Demons are real and they can literally take over your life. But not if you're a born again believer who has the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. They cannot possess you. They cannot make you do something. They only have the power to make trouble and temptation. And even that they can't do without God's permission. So if you truly want to live free, stop chasing deliverance ministries and start taking personal responsibility. If it's a sin, stop it. If it's a cycle, break it. If it's a mindset, renew it. And you can do all of this through Christ who strengthens you. And when you do, my friend, you're going to find yourself growing in godly wisdom. And now it's going to be your job to use that wisdom well. There's no room for spiritual laziness in the kingdom of God. And I certainly believe in deliverance. And I believe that Jesus came to set the captives free. But we have a big problem when we blame issues on demons that don't exist when it's more of a flesh issue on our part. If you've ever wondered why demons won't leave you alone, I want you to go ahead and check out this episode right here. If you are ready to close the door to demons once and for all, I want to invite you to check out my online course called Delivered from Demonic Influence. I will go ahead and include a link in the description section below. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.